WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone. For this Wednesday, February 28th, 2024, I'm Luke Hamilton. And I'm Emma Johnson. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, South Korean and U.S. troops will begin major exercises next week in response to North Korean threats. All in your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Samantha Riddle will be in with the Metro Huntington Weather Forecast, and Tyler Pittman will be in with the FM 88 Sports Report. The current temperature outside is a cloudy 43 degrees. And now on to our top story. A cluster of wildfires are scorching the Texas Panhandle, including a blaze that grew into one of the largest in state history. The flames blackened the landscape across a vast stretch of small towns and cattle ranches. Authorities warned that the damage to communities on the high plains could be extensive. The largest fire expanded to nearly 800 square miles, jumped into parts of neighboring Oklahoma, and was completely uncontained as dawn broke. No deaths or injuries have been reported as of this morning. Israel and Hamas are inching toward a new deal that would free some of the roughly 130 hostages held in the Gaza Strip in exchange for a week's-long pause in the war. U.S. President Joe Biden says the deal could go in effect as early as Monday, ahead of what is seen as an unofficial deadline. That's the start of the Muslim holy month of Ramadan. A deal would bring some respite to desperate people in Gaza, as well as to the anguished families of hostages taken during the Hamas October 7th attack that sparked the war. The funeral of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny, who died earlier this month in a remote Arctic penal colony, will take place on Friday in Moscow after several locations declined to host the service. Kira Yarmish says the funeral will be held at a church in Moscow's southeast Mariano district on Friday afternoon. The burial is set to be at a nearby cemetery. Navalny died in mid-February in one of Russia's harshest penal facilities. Russian authorities said the cause of his death at age 47 is still unknown. Many Western leaders have said they hold Russian President Vladimir Putin responsible for his death. Yarmish says most venues said they were fully booked and some refused when they heard Navalny's name. South Korean and U.S. militaries will begin a large-scale annual military drills next week in response to North Korea's evolving nuclear threats. Freedom Shield is a command post training exercise involving computer simulations, and it will coincide with separate field exercises held jointly by the two militaries. Today, they jointly announced that the drills will start Monday and take place through March 14th. South Korea's military says the drills are designed to bolster their joint capabilities to prevent North Korea from using its nuclear weapons. North Korea has been angered by the drills in previous years because it considers them an invasion rehearsal. A shooting that left two dead and two others severely wounded has stunned a tiny Alaska native whaling village above the Arctic Circle, where parents were told they could keep their children home from schools yesterday to hug them. A 16-year-old has been charged as an adult with two counts each of first-degree murder and attempted murder. His public defender entered not guilty pleas today on his behalf. The state law allows minors 16 and older to be tried in adult court on murder charges. The shooting happened late Sunday in Point Hope, a remote Inupiat whaling community on the Chukchi Sea. Coming up, West Virginia man sentenced to life for killing girlfriend's four-year-old son. That and more news from across the tri-state when News Center 88 returns right after this. Careers in sports journalism are growing with the expansion of cable networks, the rise of sports-centered online platforms, and ever-popular local coverage. 
Get in the game. Your passion, curiosity, charisma, and a Marshall University sports journalism degree will equip you with the combination for success. You'll be the eyes, ears, and life of the game when you learn the art of sports storytelling while covering the thundering herd on our Huntington campus. Go behind player stats and game scores. Learn to report compelling stories. Become proficient in breaking news across multiple media platforms. Find out how sports and media impact our society. Marshall University's W. Page Pitt School of Journalism and Mass Communications is ready and eager to help you start your sports journalism career. Learn more at marshall.edu sojmc. Merlin, I need your help. The armies of darkness are at Camelot's gates, but Excalibur is destroyed. Fear not, Arthur, for I have in my hands a weapon far more powerful than the world has ever seen. The pure, sweet song of its blade leaving the sheath is able to pierce the air itself. This sword doesn't have a name. It is WMUL, the cutting edge. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best spot news reporting by the Virginia's Associated Press. I'm Luke Hamilton. And I'm Emma Johnson. Spring break is just a couple weeks away, and many students are looking forward to it. As Trevor Smith reports, students at Marshall University are ready for the time off of school, but not for the work that comes with the break. With spring break coming up, students have already began thinking about how they plan to spend it. I'm hoping to go to Tennessee to go to Dollywood um, for spring break because I think it'll be fun. I'm planning maybe to go to the beach with my friends. I just plan to go home and relax. But for most students, the break still has them focusing on assignments while trying to get some rest and relaxation. I have a lot of writing intensive courses, and so, yeah, both things do before and after. It's better to have it due before spring break so that we have all spring break to just, you know, relax. You said, like, de-stress, so we don't have to, like, come back to school knowing, oh, that's that one thing that's due whenever you come back. Um, but, yeah, that's my opinion. No, I completely agree, especially if, like, if I'll wait and do it during spring break, there's mm -hmm. no way I'm going to actually want to do it during spring break. It's right. going to be my break. Students even say that they plan to focus on anything but school over the break. I don't want to do homework. I probably won't touch or open Blackboard. Um, I plan to watch Netflix, hang out with friends, stuff like that. I definitely want to like use my spring break to take care of myself, and, like take a break and relax. No matter where they are or what kind of weather they're in, students are all ready for one thing, a break. For News Center 88, I'm Trevor Smith. Thanks, Trevor. Although spring break is close, students should keep pushing forward. Married people in West Virginia could be charged with certain acts of sexual abuse against their spouses for the first time under a bill passed by the state Senate. The bill pushed by former prosecuting attorney Republican Senator Ryan Weld would remove marriage as a defense to first and third degree sexual assault. There are two crimes of sexual violence outlined in the West Virginia Code. One is penetrative assault and the other is forcible touching of a person's sexual organs, breasts, and other areas by another person. For the latter offense exists a marital exemption that shields from person, a person from conviction if the crime is perpetrated against their spouse. A West Virginia man has been sentenced to life without the possibility of parole in the death of his girlfriend's four-year-old son. WBOY-TV reported that a judge handed down the sentence yesterday to 36-year-old Walter Richardson of Fairmont during a brief hearing. Richardson was charged in 2021 with first-degree murder and death of a child by abuse. The station 
Reports he pleaded not, no contest to the murder charge during his trial in December. Before being sentenced, Richardson apologized to the victim's family and the community and asked for forgiveness. The boy was found unresponsive in March 2021 and was declared dead a few days later. Coming up next, Kentucky lawmakers advance a bill allowing child support to begin with pregnancy. That and more news from around the nation when News Center 88 returns right after this. You've supported her through every accomplishment in her life. Cross, Paul, I tied my shoes. While your ultimate goal is to teach her to stand on her own. Let go, let go. I can do it. There are things she just can't do without your support. There were drugs and alcohol at the party. Talk with the teens in your life. And if they're in substance abuse treatment and recovery, support them. Help them turn the hardest thing they've ever done into their greatest accomplishment. For information and treatment referral, call 1-800-662-HELP. This is the story of Daniel, who was born two months early. His lungs weren't ready. His heart wasn't ready. His parents could only hope that one day he would leave the hospital healthy, and they would all live happily ever after. Daniel's is just one of the more than 500,000 stories of babies born prematurely last year. You can help the March of Dimes stop premature birth and bring more babies home healthy. Learn how at marchofdimes.com. Working together for stronger, healthier babies. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted Best Radio News Reporting by the Society of Professional Journalists Mark of Excellence Awards. I'm Luke Hamilton. And I'm Emma Johnson. The rise in popularity of ChatGPT has Marshall students and staff forming various opinions on the growing technology. As Jada Mills reports, ChatGPT is an artificial intelligence system that can assist with answering questions and help generate content. Some love the growing technology of ChatGPT on Marshall's campus, while others feel it should strongly be used in a minimal and careful way. Students in particular say this technology is helpful when needing ideas and help on assignments, while also predicting a growth of the use of ChatGPT in upcoming years. ChatGPT is great for explaining tough concepts and giving study tips. I think the future looks exciting with ChatGPT because it helps with everything from homework to daily tasks. It also makes learning and information sharing so much easier and more interactive. Marshall professors were given a choice of three policy options on how to address ChatGPT in their syllabus. The options include allowing students to use it sometimes when appropriate, not at all, or the option of using it freely. Marshall's Journalism and Mass Communications Director, Dr. Robert Quick, tells his students to use the technology in the correct manner and with transparency. I feel it's great, but I, I'm worried. My concern is that I don't want students cutting and pasting, and I don't want students abdicating responsibility to actually know what they're talking about. As long as they quote it or they cite it, as long as they are upfront about how they're using it. Quick also says students and staff need to be cautious of how they use chat GPT. But I think AI is a real thing. I think it is very, very good. We just have to make sure that who's in control here. Is AI in control or are we in control of the AI, how we use it? And that, that's the way it should be. But we've got to be careful. Since this technology is still being developed, Marshall faculty encourages students to be careful how they utilize this technology and listen to the rules of using chat GPT in particular classes. For News Center 88, I'm Jada Mills. Thanks, Jada. Marshall University officials say they are learning AI themselves, and professors are having to insert it into their syllabuses for the first time this school year. The Supreme Court appears torn about a challenge to a Trump-era ban on bump stocks. That's the gun accessory that allows semi-automatic weapons to fire rapidly like machine guns and was used in the deadliest mass shooting in modern U.S. history. Today, the high court heard arguments about whether the Trump administration followed federal law when it reversed course and banned bump stocks. That move came after a gunman in Las Vegas attacked a country music festival 
with assault-style rifles in 2017, killing 60 people and injuring hundreds more. Many of the weapons were equipped with bump stocks and high-capacity magazines. It's the latest gun case to come before the justices. Lawmakers in Kentucky have adva excuse me, advanced a bill to grant the right to collect child support from unborn children. It reflects a broader effort in a Republican-led state to confer a fetus with the same rights as a person. The Kentucky bill would allow a parent to seek support up to a year after giving birth to cover pregnancy expenses. The bill won approval yesterday from the Senate Families and Children Committee. It was the first vote on the proposal. The bill was amended in committee to put a time limit for seeking a court order extended child support to the time of pregnancy. Coming up next, McConnell will step down as the Senate Republican leader in November after a record run in the job. Your daily political update when New Center 88 returns right after this. Dastardly plan to pollute the airwaves with Nickelback is almost to rotten fruition. We must let our powers combine. Jazz. Avoid winning news in sports. Rock and roll. Flashback. Ska. With your powers combined, I am WMUL. Oh no! WMUL's award-winning radio programming is kicking my... 88.1 WMUL. We all share a common journey. We wanted to serve our country and protect the things we love. But for some of us, coming home was more of a challenge than we expected. In the service, we had each other's backs. But as veterans, it can sometimes feel like we're all alone. For confidential support, call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1. Chat at VeteransCrisisLine.net or text 838-255. Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm Luke Hamilton. And I'm Emma Johnson. Idaho halted the execution of serial killer Thomas Eugene Creech today after a, the medical team members repeatedly failed to find a vein where they could establish an IV line to carry out the lethal injection. The 73-year-old was imprisoned in 1974 and has been convicted of five murders in three states and suspected of several more. He was already serving life in prison when he beat a fellow inmate, 22-year-old David Dell Jensen, to death in 1981. The Idaho Department of Corrections said its death warrant for Creech would expire and that it was considering next steps. A New York appellate judge has refused to halt collection of Donald Trump's $454 million civil fraud penalty while he appeals, rejecting the former president's request that he allowed to post a bond covering just a fraction of what he owes. Judge Anil Singh of the state's mid-level appeals court ruled today that Trump must post a bond covering the full amount in order to stop enforcement of the judgment. Singh did grant some of Trump's, Trump's requests, including pausing a three-year ban on him seeking loans from New York banks, which could help him secure the necessary bond. Trump's lawyers told the appellate court earlier today that Trump was prepared to post a $100 million bond. President Joe Biden is signing an executive order aiming to better protect Americans' personal data on everything from biometrics and health records to finances and geolocation from foreign adversaries like Russia and China. Today's action seeks to authorize the Attorney General and other federal agencies to prevent the large-scale transfer of Americans' personal data to what the White House calls, quote, countries of concern, unquote. It also puts safeguards around other activities 
that can give those countries access to America's sensitive data. The goal is to do so without limiting legitimate concern around data. Hunter Biden has appeared on Capitol Hill for a defiant closed-door deposition with lawmakers. He blasted the Republican impeachment inquiry into his father and the family's business affairs as a, quote, house of cards built on lies, unquote, as he faced a battery of probing questions. The deposition of the president's son today marks a decisive point for the 14-month Republican investigation into the Biden family. The probe is centered on Hunter Biden and his overseas work for clients in Ukraine, China, Romania, and other countries. Republicans have long questioned whether those business dealings involved corruption and influence peddling by President Joe Biden, particularly when he was vice president. But they have yet to produce direct evidence of misconduct by the president. Mitch McConnell says he'll step down as Senate Republican leader in November. The 82-year-old Kentucky lawmaker is the longest-serving Senate leader in history. He's maintained his power in the face of dramatic changes in the Republican Party. He made the announcement today on the Senate floor and said that, quote, one of life's most underappreciated talents is to know when it's time to move on to life's next chapter, unquote. McConnell says he plans to serve out his Senate term, which ends in January of 2027. And coming up, Samantha Riddle will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Tyler Pittman will be in with the FM88 Sports Report. Stay with us. Want to know the time of our next sports broadcast? Go to our website at www.marshall.edu slash WMUL and find the entire sports schedule on the front page. You can even go one step further and listen to the game live right off our website, www.marshall.edu slash WMUL. Yet another reason why we're the worldwide leader of Marshall sports coverage. WMUL 88.1. I just wanted to eat like a normal human being, you know? Just something I could hold down without the horrible pain. Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis are diseases that attack the digestive system. A feeding tube's not my idea of a good meal. At the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America, we're excited about the latest research. Then there was this new drug. Thousands of people are being treated with new drug therapies. Doc said it doesn't work for everyone, but I got lucky. To help, visit ccfa.org. Now I'm taking food the old-fashioned way. I'm eating it. So what does WMUL mean by the cutting edge? Well, not this, but this. Marshall University students say it's not easy being Greek. Nope, not this either. Whew. But this, oh yeah. And finally, 0% this, but 100% this. Got it! Touchdown! Thundering herd! So the cutting edge means award-winning news, music, and sports. Not, uh, cutting stuff. 88.1 WMU. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Samantha Riddle, and it is now time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently outside of the WMUL studios, it is a cloudy 43 degrees. Tonight we will sip we will see temperatures in the low 30s and tomorrow we will see highs in the upper 40s with lows in the lower 30s. As we look towards the rest of this week on Friday, we will see highs of 55 with lows of 46 with some light rain showers expected in the forecast. Today in weather history on this day in 2012, the first confirmed Friday tornado in Nebraska state history struck Lincoln and Logan counties shortly after 4 p.m. The EF-0 tornado was on the ground intermediately for up to six minutes and traveled three miles before dis- 
dissipating in southwest Logan County. The path of the tornado was over open ranged land and cropland where limited damage occurred. Patches of snow were still on the ground at this time. Thank you to weather4u.com for that information. And that does it for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently outside of the WMUL studios, it is a cloudy 43 degrees. For News Center 88, I'm Samantha Riddle. Thanks, Samantha. Now Tyler Pittman joins us with the FM 88 Sports Report. Thanks, Luke. In women's basketball news, Q, we are the champions by Queen. Because with the win last night against Georgia State, the women's basketball team are indeed Sunbelt Conference champions. After last night's win, the Herd locked in the top spot in the Sunbelt Tournament with a 16-1 conference record and a 22-6 overall record. The Herd came out hot as they held a commanding lead over the Georgia State Panthers at halftime. The Herd outscored the Panthers in both the first quarter and the second quarter, which is out of the normal for them since the team has a history of starting games slow and are usually outscored in one of the first two quarters. The team started the second half off with a slow start by only scoring four points in the first several minutes of the third quarter. But after that scoring slump, the herd quickly picked up the slack by equip- by eclipsing 74 points at the conclusion of the third quarter. For the herd, the fourth quarter featured much of the same success that was had throughout the game. The applause from fans began to fill the Cam Henderson Center as the clock began to tick down from 10 seconds, realizing that the championship belonged to the herd. The Herd finished the game shooting 47% from the field and 35% from beyond the arc. With that 35% from beyond the arc, the Herd eclipsed 10 three-pointers. But in surprising fashion, most of the Herd's points came from inside the paint as as they scored 56 of its 97 points from that area. The Herd didn't have just one leading scorer, but four, with Brianna Campbell, Meredith Mayer, Aislinn Hayes, and Abby Beeman each scoring 17 points. Coach Caldwell and the Thunder Herd will finish their historic run this season at the Cam Henderson Center this Friday for senior night with Abby Beeman, transfer Brianna Campbell, and Tamia Lawhorn being honored. Tip-off for that game will be at 6 p.m. In men's basketball news, the men's basketball team will conclude its regular season in Georgia with a game tonight against Georgia Southern and another against Georgia State this Friday. Both games will tip off at 7 p.m. In softball news, not the best of news for the Herd fans, as the softball game against Bellarmine today has since been canceled due to the weather. Due to the cancellation of today's softball game, the programs that were supposed to play during the FM88 Sports pregame show will now be played right here on WMUL-FM88 from 6 to 7 p.m. tonight. But you can watch the Herd in action this Friday at 11 at the dot against Purdue. But don't forget to check WMUL Sports on social media for updates on all Marshall Athletic events. In baseball news, the Herd have announced the 2024 baseball home schedule. Marshall Athletics is excited to welcome home fans back to the Jack Cook Field for its inaugural season. Single game tickets and season tickets can be purchased through Herdzone. Single game reserve seating tickets can be purchased on SeaGeek. In women's golf news, freshman Casey McIlvain had a great day on the green as she fired an opening round 69 to lead the Thunder and Herd women's golf team during its opening day of competition at the GCU Invitation in Phoenix, Arizona. On the day, McIlvain had six birdies while being one of 17 players in the 119-player field to be under par at the two rounds. Abby Bull also had a pair of three over 75s to help pace the team on the day, while Emily 
McClatchy is one stroke behind Bull after she opened the tournament with a 75 and a 76. The women's golf team returned to action this morning for the final round of the GCU Invitational. In men's golf news, the Herd finished fourth at the Loyola Intercollegiate. Senior Joseph Kalaski shot a 5-under-67, which led the Herd to a strong day on the green as the team shot up to fourth in the team standing at the tournament. The team also finished with a pair of top 20 finishes from Tyler Jones and Ryan Rilby, leaving the tournament with momentum. The Thunder and Herd started the day off tied for eighth, but with Kalaski's final round 67, the Herd vaulted past four other teams to move into the upper echelon of the 20-team field. Marshall has a quick turnaround, with them returning for a few days before heading to the 2024 People's Championship, which will start on March 7th and end on March 9th at Sea Palms Resort in St. Simons, Georgia. On this day in sports history, on this day in 1960, the United States won its first Olympic ice hockey gold medal with a 9-4 win over Czechoslovakia. Thank you to OnThisDay.com for that information. That's all for today's FM88 Sports. For for FM88 Sports, I'm Tyler Pittman. Thanks, Tyler. Coming up, cheers to being crooked again. Quirky English pub bulldozed after a fire to be rebuilt as it was. Stay with us to find out more right after this on News Center 88. Today, a new creature walks among us, causing fear, mayhem, and injury. Stay back, children. Look out for the dreaded digital deadwalkers. With faces pressed against their little handheld devices, they put all good citizens in harm's way. Oh, hey, dude, I'm walking here. Oh, I, sorry, I didn't see you. A public service message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons who want to keep everyone well-connected with healthy bones. This song is being played on a didgeridoo. A didgeridoo is an instrument made by indigenous Australians. WMUL doesn't have any songs with didgeridoos in them. But what we do have is the Tri-State's largest variety of music, from alternative to hip-hop, jazz to blues, and much more. Plus, our selection is constantly being updated with the latest tunes. So, you know, maybe one day we will have a song with a didgeridoo in it. 88.1 WMUL-FM. And finally today on News Center 88, the owners of a quirky 18th century British pub bulldozed after a mysterious fire last year were ordered by a local council to rebuild it and to stick to its original lopsided dimensions. The watering hole, also known as the Crooked House, is for leaning walls and tilting foundation. Favored by many locals in the village of Himley, Central England, was gutted by a fire and subsequently demolished last August. The pub, originally built as a farmhouse in 1765, started to sink on one side as a result of extensive coal mining in the area. And that does it for this edition of News Center 88. Tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University in the tri-state area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Emma Johnson, Samantha Riddle, Tyler Pittman, Trevor Smith, Jada Mills, Peyton Sisko, Jake Torgowski, and the entire News Center 88 team, I'm Luke Hamilton, and your thought of the day is... You can never plan the future by the past. Edmund Burke.